0: Oh, baby. It's another jam-packed episode and a special guest on the Wednesday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. And we are picking our expert's brain on all of the top angles affecting your fantasy squad right now and in the future. Thank you so much for joining us for the Wednesday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Let's get this paper. <sighs>
1: Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: And here we are, another juicy Wednesday episode of Your Source for fantasy news, it's the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, and we are your everyday. Shout out to the everydayers making us your first listen. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Our special guest today is returning guest, longtime friend of the show, fantasy guru Michael Amato, Sportsnet. The Hockey News and Managing Editor at GoaliePost.com. Michael, you're everywhere right now. You're killing it. We are always very grateful that you are back on lending some of your time. How are you doing? And thanks for joining us once again.
2: Uh, It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, busy, but I enjoy it. So it's good. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much man seriously and you know what picking your brain i'll be honest and i don't want to tip my hand too much has helped my own fantasy team reading your column check all of michael's workout sportsnet.ca and of course all over twitter x for all of the fantasy takes you need you really have helped my squad and that's why i gotta know because one of the areas that i am most interested in not only because it's one of the areas you've focused on for a long time in the blue paint it is something near and dear to my heart so When I talk about goalies with you, you've had your eye on a number of good ones that have popped up, Kochekov, Tarasov. Is there any names on your radar over the next year, year or two, in that same vein of goalies that you have an eye on to make a fantasy impact, maybe not right away, as some of these guys clearly take time to develop, but that are on your radar over the next year or two?
2: Yeah, there's definitely a few, um, probably some, you know, pretty highly touted. Prospects that, that people might know, like Jesper, Wallstad, and in, in Minnesota. Obviously, I don't think Flurry will be back um, there. Not not maybe a, an ideal banner year for Gustafson. So maybe there's mm-hmm. an opportunity sooner than later there for somebody like Wallstad. You know, there's a uh, Skarov in Nashville. You know, there's been yeah. more and more rumblings. Would the Predators consider trading Saros? Um, if that were to happen, obviously, like a Skarov would. Would be a really good value there moving forward similar sort of situation in calgary i think dustin wolf is is waiting in the wings and you've mm. got you know markstrom i know there was a lot of talk about him to the devils that may or may not still be a thing but that's another name to watch for if he if he moves but i think one really not so much under the radar guy but maybe forgotten about guy is uh spencer knight in florida yeah, so I'm, I'm sort of looking at next year you know Bobrovsky's. 36. They might want to reduce his workload a bit. Maybe Knight's up there full time. And then if you've watched any of the Panthers this year, they're a really strong team. And I think they've got a lot lot of their core locked up. And if they sign Reinhardt, I think they'll be pretty good for a while. So Knight could be pretty good value next year if uh, he gets a good timeshare there.
1: Yeah, I think Spencer Knight and Jesper Walstad would probably be the top two on my list as well. I've mm-hmm. I've been very eager to see Spencer Knight back in the NHL, so we'll have to look forward to him next season. Uh, I, I'm gonna, you know, pretty straight to the point with my question here, <laughs> kind of going a different route. Uh, but I won't I won't exclude goaltenders as well. But I want to know. Who are your top three most underappreciated, undervalued fantasy hockey players? Basically who doesn't get enough credit that they righteously deserve. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll use Joel Erickson as an example. I think that guy goes very underappreciated for what Mm. he brings to the game. Fantasy value wise, Uh, you know, 40 plus 50 plus points, uh, you know, consistently in a season he hits yeah you know, he penalty minutes shots on that so who do you who, who are your top three guys who are
0: the most underappreciated fans everybody loves a sleeper <laughs> <laughs> yeah well
2: you definitely took my number one guy erickson <laughs> for sure w- was gonna be nice. the guy i was gonna say yeah like you said he does it all if you're in a multi-cat league um he pretty much produces points from anywhere um he doesn't always play with you know the higher end guys there in nashville sometimes he gets mm-hmm. shot with capriza but he still puts up you know, like 60 point years. He does everything, hits, faceoff wins too, if you're if your league counts that. So he's always like a guy I try to target. Uh, a couple more, I would say, like somebody like Travis connectney I think he's yeah, that's a good guy. Like, he's been good this year. I, I think he always gets drafted way too low. Like he's usually can score at like a forty goal pace. Um really good player. I know he missed a bit of time last year. Maybe that was part of it. Um, even someone like Clayton Keller, you know, like Arizona's obviously a yep not the first place you think of when you're looking at, you know, taking players higher in in your draft, but Keller is basically a point per game player, not, not a ton of talent around him. So I always think of him too. And there's even some goalies like, you know, someone like Sam Montembeau in in Montreal, you know, just kind of a wild card there. Like, you know, doesn't really get a lot of wins, but always, almost always has a quality start, which won't sort of sink your numbers, which is something I think Mm -hmm. is, pretty important these days in fantasy because goalies are so volatile. Like some weeks, you know, they're just – you look at someone like Cam Talbot who's, you know, was playing in the All-Star game and he's basically already <laughs> lost his job. <laughs> yeah. So, like, goalies can go up and down. You know, we've seen Sam exactly. Snod, Stuart Skinner this year was was down. Now he's up True. again. So, True. I think a goalie that on a bad team that's pretty consistent um, and can always give you, you know, quality
0: starts is, is really valuable too. Really like those angles, especially with Konechny because I think – This Philly team has come a long way in a short period of time, and they're getting it done even without Carter Hart. And I know there's been a lot said about Samuel Erson. He's definitely – I saw him on someone's Olympic list for Sweden (laughs) goaltenders. (laughs) No, seriously, and it's like, that's obviously a a long shot away, but this Philadelphia team has a lot going its way, and Travis Konechny is one of those players that fills out the categories nicely, and he's gotten it done at every single level he's played at, despite, even in Philly, most recently, not really having a ton to play with. Now, look at them go. We're going to head to break very quickly, and we're going to come back with Michael a motto of the hockey news, sportsnet, and goaliepost.com. Right after the break, more questions because March 8th, the trade deadline is approaching. We got some more questions from Michael today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You never want to be worried about buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all of your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals and all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets to all of your favorite events. and I've used Game Time a lot to get NHL tickets to our favorite events, Leafs, canucks out west anything maybe not the wild anymore Steel, but we'll talk about that later <laughs> take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on for 20 bucks off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n for 20 bucks off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed
1: Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you go over to YouTube, check out Locked On Sports today. They've launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and now you can also find it on Amazon Fire TV. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every single league. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel on YouTube and on Amazon Fire TV. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's special episode with Michael Amato, Flip Livingstone and your boy Steel Roden. Uh thank you again so much, Michael, for being here. We always love having you on the show. Flip, I'll I'll back. turn it back over to you because you got a couple of fire questions and then uh, and then I've got one straightforward one again.
0: One more shout out to Michael. Make sure you're checking him out everywhere. I mentioned Hockey News, Sportsnet, and GoaliePost.com and on Twitter, of course. You've really been bringing it. And seriously, man, I really do enjoy reading your fantasy mailbag on Sportsnet. It's been helping me. So I got to dig more into some more selfish questions for myself. (laughs) I mentioned goaltenders. This is obviously an NHL where every single trade deadline We know teams are looking to upgrade in the cage. Some are more important because there are teams like the New Jersey Devils, who I think if they got a player like Jacob Markstrom, who they rumored to be, they might be looking a whole lot different. So who do you see as a team or teams being most aggressive headed towards that March 8th? Because we know usually by 7th or 8th of March, if those are the deadlines, these deals get done in the weeks leading up. So I expect them to happen any day now.
2: Yeah, I think, like you said, the Devils are probably near the top of the list. Um, for me, it kind of, I, I think if they're trading for someone like Markstrom, it's probably going to cost quite a bit. So yeah, I'd imagine they're going to maybe see how the next week or two goes. And right. if, if they, you know, lose four out of the next five games, maybe they're just not going to
0: for sure attempted
2: because it's it might be a little bit not worth it but if and who knows it, if
0: calgary wins five or six they're not yeah. even considering moving markstrom
2: yeah that's that's the other thing right they're still in the race so yeah. it, you know and i think it will take a lot to to get them to get them to wave so mm-hmm. the devils i think are a team i think the kings i'd probably put on the Me list too. too like i know yeah. riddick, riddick is kind of stabilized things there but i don't know how many people really trust uh, not me. D- David Riddick, especially going into the <laughs> the actual NHL playoffs, not the not the fantasy hockey playoffs, mm-hmm. but that would be a team I'd look at. And I think there are probably some like more under the radar teams that might be looking at um, maybe someone like Mark Andre Fleury. So like, yeah, I would say like the Avalanche. Yorgi uh, has sure. played a ton of games there. Yep. Uh, he probably needs a rest. I don't think they trust their backups too much. So I could see them maybe making a play for Fleury or even Carolina, you know, if Anderson's not, yeah. if, they, if they think Anderson can't come back, you know, do you really want to play Kachekov, you know, 22, 23, out of the last 30 or something games here? Like and they might then the post Yeah. Yeah. Risky. He's, he's pretty young too. So I could see those teams looking for kind of a veteran option. Um, totally. Yeah. There's, and that's probably it. There's some other wildcard yep. teams, you know, like you look at a team like Toronto, I think they're probably okay as long as wool comes back and, kind of finds his game again but but if he's you know if he's if he's struggling and Samsonov goes back down like that's another issue there so yeah um but yeah those are the teams I I would think I I would tend to to look at teams more like that are kind of like the kings or the Mm -hmm. uh, devils that are kind of fighting to get in uh, where a goalie can make a huge difference there
1: yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised that Joseph Wall's not back at this point. I thought he was. I thought his timeline was for end of January, even just like the beginning of February. But we're two weeks into February, and I think he just started practicing a few days ago or or last yeah. week even. So very surprising. But I want to see him back in the in the blue and white Maple Leafs jersey because they definitely need some uh, some Joseph Wall in the blue paint right now. I'm gonna keep it pretty straightforward again with this uh, pretty fun question. I think. Obviously, Jack Hughes. We've had. I love having Jack Hughes debates on this show. It just seems to be the a real popular, a real popular topic. But it is. who who would you rather have on your fantasy team if you could draft and choose these two brothers? Would you rather have the Hugh the Hughes brothers, Jack and Quinn Hughes, or mm-hmm. the Kachuk brothers, Matthew and Brady?
2: So I'm a big fan of offense. So I'll, I'll probably <laughs> okay. say that. The, the Hughes brothers. Not that, not that the Kachuk. Uh, brothers can't produce offense as well they're they're Mm -hmm. really talented but yeah i had full disclosure i had a a jack Hughes debate myself with a bunch of people um in my (laughs) preseason rankings i had him Mm -hmm. at at number four and i had brady kachuk at i think 11 or 12 and it was a multi-cat it took a lot of heat for that but
0: yeah okay i I
2: always look at like in multi-cat leagues you know uh i just look at them not so much as people always think of them as like banger leagues but you only really get one point for winning the hits category so if you're winning like the goals the assists, the power play points the shots which someone like jack hughes i think can help you out Hmm. um he i think he has wider coverage than someone like brady kachuk even though i think brady's like a unicorn of a player like there's not many players that play like him so yeah that's kind of the way i look at it when i'm building my roster but i think there's a lot of ways to build a team i don't think there's really a bad answer yep. if you're looking at uh, two sets of brothers there but yes, especially true. with quinn this year I, th- I think i would just go with the with the hughes brother. i think if jack hughes didn't get hurt we could have been having that's some not. like legitimate conversations right now about him in the heart or him in this and the loss yeah. this year but he was on yeah. a crazy
0: pace to start but Look, we have had some heated Jack Hughes debates on this show. I think I'm going to tend to side on your side of the fence, Michael. We don't need to get down that path. But that's a caveat that's come in to play for Jack Hughes, not to get down this path. And you can't predict the guy to get hurt, but it's been a reoccurring theme in his career. And if yeah. he has been able to stay in the in the lineup, and maybe he, let's imagine for a second, he plays even, I don't know, 40 or 50 more games, meaning much more consistency. You could see this guy's numbers even higher than what he's been producing, but we're not going to get down that angle today because we don't want to waste your time. I got one more question for you because one of the things Steele and I have been talking about is, and I've been a fumble victim of this myself is you really can't afford as a fantasy GM. If you're within striking distance right now, like I'm not talking about you're out of it. You might have different angles you can't afford to fumble the bag on even one or two players. So when I'm looking at must drops right now, I've been tentative to do episodes because I really don't want to come on here because I'm kind of unsure myself. So I need to ask you, the veteran, the expert, so I cannot take as much heat. Are there some players, maybe they're not must drops right now, so I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but players that you're looking at that might fade out or players that you are looking at potentially dropping?
2: Yeah. So I, I wouldn't say these guys that I'm going to mention are must drops, but I think they're definitely guys yeah. to watch where they're, they're trending. Um, and the I first like guy it. I'm, I'm going to mention is, uh, Tom Wilson. He, he had a really Steel. good, good, <laughs> good, good, good start to the year, but he's been stuck on 12 goals. It feels like forever. And I think he's got like two points in, in 16 games. So, you know, if you're in a, a league that really values hits, maybe he's still a hole, but yeah. I mean, if he's not producing any offense, uh, it's going to be really tough to hold him in. If you look at the Caps, like they might be selling off a few pieces. or not a lot of offensive talent around them anymore. So mm-hmm. he's going to be hard to, hard to hang on to if he doesn't pick it up a little bit. Um, and then I think more of a general one would be rookies. This is the time of the year where they tend yeah. to hit a wall. Good point. Um, if you look at somebody like Luke Hughes or Matthew Nyes, you can really tell lately that They've been struggling a bit um yep. so again if you're in a deeper league and you have some of those guys um they would be guys to watch and i have and i have one last one that might be a bit interesting to think about considering he's playing so well right now and that is uh jacob markstrom so mm-hmm. here here's my theory behind that if, hit me so the flames have traded zadorov they've they traded Lindholm. it sounds like they're definitely going to trade Tanev. yeah there's a good chance they trade Hanovan. so yeah, sure. Heading into the fantasy playoffs, if Markstrom is missing his top three defenders, the Flames have pretty much sold. Yeah. Um, and they're missing, you know, Lindholm, one of their best players. I don't yeah. know how he, how much you can trust Markstrom uh, in a fantasy matchup in that scenario, unless he gets traded to the Devils. That's a different story. But if he's still on Calgary and they've kind of sold half their defense core and they're playing guys, you know, up from the minors. Uh, it's a little scary to me because um, I have Markstrom and he, he's been phenomenal. So mm-hmm. again, I'm not saying go out and drop him today, but
0: no, for sure. Maybe
2: try to if you see some of those guys getting moved, maybe try to insulate yourself because if you find the Flames playing some tough opponents in your in your fantasy playoff matchup, it could be it could be
0: tougher for Markstrom. They lose Tanev and Hannifin. This angle is going to pan out nicely for you and make you look like you even know more than what you already do. Talking about, you're crushing it. Make sure you check out Amato underscore Mike on Twitter. He's killing it every single day. Good source for your fantasy lineups. Check him out. Make sure you're checking us out every single day, Monday through Friday. We'll have Michael back on very, very soon. Much love, my friend. Good to see you. Good to talk to you once again, as always, and pick your brain. Really, really good answers, and I hope you're doing well.
2: Great. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: And today's
1: episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with QuickBet. Of course, the uh, fan favorite, same game parlays, the exclusive player props, and a lot more on FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook of the NBA. And thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast with your boy Flip Livingstone and Steel Road. And thank you so much for tuning in, making it your first listen every day. Continue to hit the subscribe, the follow button, and leave a five-star review. Thank you so much again to Michael Amato for jumping on for today's episode, diving mm-hmm. into all the fantasy questions we had for him. So make sure you go check him out on Sportsnet. And uh, Flip, big-time bets, where the yep. money is made. I'm Three games it. on the schedule for feeling Wednesday it. night. I'll throw it over to you. Where you are looking at first?
0: I got a same-game parlay, so if you want, I can just spit this off. Rattle at the it fire. off, baby. Rattle because, it off. Because, look, it's kind of ironic because I'm looking at this Florida Panthers game headed into Pittsburgh, and you know when I talk about Pittsburgh Steel, the angle I'm usually taking if I'm taking a player prop and I have yep. a player prop in the city Parlay, and it's not Sidney Crosby, but isn't it ironic, Alanis <laughs> Mora set style? That my second favorite player prop, perhaps, is Carter Verhage yes, on the is. other side of the puck. So why don't we start right there? Because in 10 career games, my boy Toronto Native good Niagara Ice Dog products, six goals, five assists, and I did the math deal. To me, that's over a point per game. So we're hammering Carter Verhege anytime point along with the under in this one. The Florida Panthers are flexing their muscle right now. We heard it from Michael. They're one of the best teams in the NHL, not just the East in the NHL. And for obvious reasons, you even pointed this out. Maybe the best point that people aren't talking about, they're getting it done without a lot of production from Ekblad and Montour. And that was one of the big things last year, at least from Montour that got it done for this club. So they're not even clicking at full percent yet. So anyway, the under, let me get back to that because four of the last five games for the Panthers under the number. Oh, Pittsburgh, five straight games under the number. And how about this? Four of the last five games for the Panthers against Pittsburgh under the number. That's my second pick in the same game parlay. And I'm rounding it out with my lock of the night. And I just talked up the Panthers nicely. Six, two, and two in their last 10 against Pittsburgh. That's points in their last eight games. against eight to 10 against Pittsburgh. They're cooking right now, Steele 8 0 on the road. Uh, last I checked, this is a road game. Florida, money line, Verhegi, anytime point. And I'm hammering that under six and a half. I'm really, really liking this same game parlay, and I'm gonna give her big time.
1: Well, you know, I'm definitely agreeing with at least one of those picks, if not I all hope. of them. Panthers, money line is also where I'm at against the Pittsburgh Penguins, Dang. minus 126. They've just been playing unreal hockey, and it's really difficult to know where Pittsburgh uh where Pittsburgh's gonna end at the end of the season. They've lost their last two games. They're three, four, and three in their last ten. And the Panthers just continue to surge right now. So obviously going with the with the favorite here, Panthers money line minus 126. I love it. Second pick of the night. I'm going to the uh going to the Winnipeg Jets San Jose Sharks okay. game under five and a half at minus one oh two. Eight of their last 10 contests have gone under five and a half. Whenever these two teams uh seem to play one another it goes under the number a lot under five and a mm. half is the number i'm taking mm. that at minus 102 walk like of the night though wild yeah, money line against the arizona coyotes at minus 118 yeah yeah and the, when these two teams play each other it's usually a 50 50 split in their last 10 games however they're on different strides right now the arizona coyotes yes. have lost other uh, two six and two in their last 10 while well, the Minnesota Wild are on a three-game win streak and seven three and zero in their last ten, so I'm going with the with the harder hand, the harder team right now in the Minnesota Wild. I know they're one of my favorite teams. That's not the reason I'm going with them. I promise you out there. But Minnesota okay, seven seven three and zero in their last ten. Steel. And on a stay unbiased
0: win on this show, Steel. Do we you do, not remember we what we do here? Just
1: a little bit, just a Come little on. bit. It doesn't hurt anybody out Come there, on. but especially when we're trying to win some big time bucks.
0: Hey, look, I can't wait to go rip an open net, empty netter, end of the game, clapper into the net because that's now all of a sudden cool to do. Fangulo. Anyway, not on today's episode, Steel. We're keeping it classy.
1: Keeping it classy indeed. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Once again, make sure you go check out Locked On Sports today. They've launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. You can also find it on Amazon Fire TV. They're here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On plus the national shows covering every single league. So make sure you go over there, check it out on Amazon fire TV and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And thank you again so much for tuning in for today's episode with flip. And I have a great day out there. Good luck with all your bets and we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.